I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married. So now we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. You're listening to 92.1 The Trash. I'm Brett Garbage. And I'm Ricky Refuse. <laughs> Ricky Refuse. We got all the dish and dirt on your latest celebrities and the hottest topics. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, we, as you can see, we've done a rebrand. I'm Grace. And yeah, we did a little, quick little rebrand. We were thinking about doing a trash radio talk mm-hmm. show in the morning, you know? It's, yeah. It's The Drive with Ricky Rescues in the garbage. No, I'm Brett or Brent Garbage, depending on the day. Brent, Brent Garbage. He does the weather. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm the host. I'm getting, you're the I host, but you also do the weather. You, you know, you get, well, yeah. We're understaffed here. You do traffic as well. I do traffic as well, which I always thought was funny that they do traffic still. Yeah. Because everybody's using Waze. Everybody's using Google, Google Maps. Maps. Google Maps. Google for sure. Yeah. Google Maps is where it's at. That's yeah. the best one, I think. For sure. I mean, I don't use Waze or I whatever. I would never use anything else. But whatever. Except for Apple Maps. I used, like, when it first came out, and I tried to look up an um, address on the Upper East Side, and it told me it was in Scotland. So. Oh, Apple Maps is... You yeah, can't I'm be using... I'm sure it's better now, but... Apple Maps is bad. It's Ma- like just... They should have called it Mapples. <laughs> Why? But Apple Maps. Oh, just because, not for any reason, just because they, they're called Apple. Yeah, yeah. Maples. Um, wow, man. Here we go. I'm so tired. Same. I'm like parent tired. I think I uh-huh. get it now, you know, where people talk about like the beginning is like mentally tired and physically tired, but yeah. now it's like, well, I guess I'm both today, but yeah. mostly like he wore me out running around. Yeah. Run it's ragged, not getting enough sleep, you know? Even when we tough. get enough sleep, it's just not enough sleep. There's never enough sleep. Do you want to um, tell everybody about um, our impromptu trip to the pediatrician? I sure do. Uh, so over the weekend, a uh, little baby was having puke fests in the nighttime. Got some kind of a virus. Not so fun. I got it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss, luckily, not as me. bad. Missed, missed Ryan, me. luckily. Um, and then, uh, on Monday was Martin Luther King day. I had an event in the morning, wasn't feeling well, but powered through, got it done. Um, so Ryan was like in charge in the morning and then in the afternoon he went to run some errands and I was in charge. You know, we had that switch over during his nap. When his nap ended, uh, took him out of the crib and we were like hanging out and I put him, was holding him around and put him down and as soon as he put weight on his left foot he started crying like wailing which is terrifying which is terrifying and i like asked like did something happen did like he hurt himself somehow did he play rough right nothing happened and i knew that like nothing had happened since he had woken up from his nap and i saw him so we of course called the pediatrician immediately and they're like coming right now so we went right away and uh weirdly it is a side effect of viruses and little kids where they could just have inflammation of their hip or their knee or their their ankle or an ankle and so he had an inflamed hip we think and uh he had to take baby ibuprofen which is very cute which is adorable little syringe and they just you feed it to him like a little baby bird or yeah puppy dog exactly little animal yeah 
And yeah, so and now, now it's fine. and now he's fine. But I was terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, he's never going to be able to walk again. Our vacation is canceled. Our baby broke his foot. We're going yeah, to put him like, in a put baby him in a cast. cast. And like, there's just development. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Right. Ugh. And that's just was, was really, really hard. Um, and if you asked him and he was able to communicate in English, mm-hmm. he would tell you, I don't remember this and it doesn't matter to me. Yep. Which is just I like, thought you were going to say, owie. <laughs> no, he, but he was, you know, it's like completely unfaced today. Yeah. And now I'm, we're run ragged. We're tired. Yeah, he was just running today. But yesterday he could not walk. No, and these were the kinds of things that I was... T- so yesterday I brought this up, but it was like the idea of trying to live an open life, trying to live a happy life, trying to do things that bring you happiness and joy. There's some level of vulnerability that that opens you up to. Yeah. And that opens you up to pain as well. And I was relaying it like, oh, I was thinking about this in terms of my career and how I want to take chances and contact people that maybe I don't think would want to have. I'd like to have a relationship with them. Maybe I don't feel like I'm intimidated by them or I don't feel valid, like uh, worthy enough to to talk to these lofty folks or whatever. But it's like, I can't, if I don't open myself up to rejection and pain, I won't um, find the the good and the happiness and all that stuff and all that forward momentum. And so I was talking about that in reference to my career, but then like relating it to how parenting is because there's so much good, so much fun, so much good stuff about having a little baby. Mm -hmm. But my God, we are, people say this all the time, but it's like your heart is outside of your body. Yeah. Your heart is outside of, of your body and it's in this little kid and it's like him not being able to walk or him maybe having a splinter or him barfing in the night or like having some kind of like any kind of um, like physical pain yeah, or emotional pain. But we haven't got to that point yet. You know, I know um, it's just like felt to, I feel double. Well, I remember when I was little, my mom, when I was sick, my mom would say, like, I wish that I could have it for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I yeah. wish I could be sick instead for you. Well, that's And just, I get it. I get it, too. But it's just like, yeah, I mean, that was one thing when we, like, talked about having a kid and, and you know, making a family for ourselves. It's like, we, you only think about taking them to Disney World and to <laughs> all these nice highlights. Yeah. You don't think about all the pain that goes along with it. And that, but we, none of the good, obviously the good things outweigh the pain in pretty much every aspect of or one, it, one's or it makes life. it worth it yeah it makes it yeah it makes it worth it right um like just even the process of having a baby like the labor it yeah. is worth the end result is worth the, the pain the physical pain tired all that right uh, i would imagine i'd have to do any of that <laughs> um but you know that's just uh, i think it's an interesting thing about life that in order to to get to these happy things and in these nice moments and stuff like there is a uh, not all the time not all the time but in most cases like a a, a price to be paid or a mm-hmm. you know you open yourself up for real hurt yeah i think that's what it is or you're opening yourself up to that risk mm-hmm. right because you don't have to have like a bad thing to happen in order to have a good thing yeah. but you you know you, you there is the chance um so this kind of brings us to our prompt today, oh, okay. Grace. I'm excited so to hear it. So our prompt is, what do you think was the most challenging part of being a kid? Because we're oh. talking about, as parents, in reference to our own child, and like that's what I was kind of getting at. Is like, he doesn't remember this at all. This is, this is not going to be his answer, is the time that I had inflammation in my hip at one and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking like, what was the most, par- what was the most challenging part of being a kid for you? Um, 
Do you have an answer off the top? Off the top of my head, I think it was being the youngest. Was the most challenging. Yeah, because it was frustrating to me. Or I I remember there being frustration where it's like, I want to be one of the big kids and like, I want to like, or not being able to like express myself or be like, I want to be in the know. I think that's why like, I just like love to have information now. Like I want to have all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, you know, especially related to your family and yeah. Mm -hmm. And everything really. Um, but wanting to just have all the information. Cause I think like naturally as a little kid, you're not going to fill them in on everything. Um, uh, but I, I think I could like tell that I wasn't, I didn't have all the information and it was cause I was a kid and I was like, no, I'm not a kid. I'm like, so or I'm the not most a baby. Frustrating I'm thing older. For you, it, like off the top of your head, the most, the, the the cha- most challenging thing was just the frustration, frustration that you felt, um, whether it intentional or not feeling excluded. Yeah. Or kept in the dark or needing to be babied. Yeah. Um, so maybe, and mine's kind of, you know, I remember those feelings as well. I'm closer in age to my brother. Right. Much closer than you are to your sister. And, um, you know, so like I wasn't kept in the dark as much as you probably were with her being five years older. Yeah. Because um, those are d- drastically different, you know, right. um, challenges five years in the future um, than being, a, uh, I guess you're going to say you're 11 or 12 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely had those feelings of feeling like I don't want to be baby. I want to be grown up. I want to feel, for me, it was like, I want to feel seen, you know, that's kind of, I want to feel like my opinion's valid. And like, I also, um, you know, I've made a joke about this before, but like, it's kind of the truth of, I think it's true where you grew up as well. It's very true in the Midwest and upbringings in the Midwest too, but everybody's fine. (laughs) you know oh you're fine you bumped your head you're fine you tripped get up you're fine um that's fine you didn't do so great that's fine we're always fine everybody's fine Mm -hmm. and the idea that like sometimes you're not you know sometimes you're not fine and I would just I had wild wild anger problems as a kid because I was so frustrated and I didn't have the words or the way to express myself um as to what was making me so upset you know? Yeah. And so I would either like throw a chair or I would like, you know, need to like. You showed it in different ways. Run, yeah. Like run really fast you know, or I, kick a soccer ball really hard or something. I didn't, yeah. I didn't ever hurt anybody or anything like crazy like that. Yeah. But it's no wonder that like it comes out for kids those ways because you don't have the language skills. And I was just um, reading this book on parenting that I got for Christmas, which I'm really, I really like. Um, but it's good inside by Dr. Becky, and then I forget if I was reading in the book. This or, is the the philosophy being that every there are no bad children. Yeah, and there it's just that, uh, and like bad behavior is because they don't necess- they're frustrated and don't have the tools to communicate. Yeah. So um, I was talking about like when you let's say like a kid acts out at dinner and you like send them to their room. Like, what are they going to do in their room? they're going to sit there and stew and be frustrated that they, um, uh, that they're misunderstood and they're going to start to think like, I'm a bad kid. Like they're, that's like reinforcing I'm a bad kid. If you're like, if they were sent to their room, cause they're not going to their room and Googling, like, how do I communicate myself better? Mm-hmm. They're like stewing in that. 
Um, whereas if you approach it in a different way and explain like, I can see that you're really frustrated right now. And like, like I get it. This is how, uh, but this is how it needs to be. And like, you can be as mad at me as you want, but this is how it has to be kind of thing where it's like allowing them to have the emotions that they want yeah. or that they are having and not saying that they're wrong because like Jerry's going to get mad at me. Sure. Yeah. This, and this certainly sounds way easier said than done. Of course. Kid, but, this kid already can get so loud. Yeah. But saying like, or validating what the emotions are and saying like, yeah, you can be like, I see how frustrated you are. And like, I understand that you're mad at me. Uh, and you can be mad at me. Like, yeah. and like, I love you and we're going to, like, we're going to deal with this. Like, you can be as mad as you want, but you still have to wear a coat outside. Like, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, you want to be, uh, like, I could see that you're frustrated because this is, like, where I'm, like, I don't know how to uh, always explain, like, why I feel the way I do. And it takes me a while to realize it. Mm. Um, I think this is the example in the book, so I'm just going to use it because it's uh, pretty succinct. But, like, the coat outside thing where... Um, all right, kid wants to go outside and uh, doesn't want to wear a coat. And you, as the parent, are like, you have to. And then you're butting heads. So the kid um, probably can't, like, say, like, I feel out of, con like, I want to be in control of my own body. Like, no, they're just like, no, I want to go out and play. Yeah. But as a parent, you have to, like, recognize and start to try to see it from their perspective and say, um... I understand that you don't want to play outside with, or that you don't want to take the time to put on a coat right now. You want to be in control of your own body. But as a parent, it is my job to keep you safe. And because it's negative 20 degrees outside, you have to wear it. Yeah. Um, and you can be mad at me about that, but that's the, um, the concession we have to make. And like, sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not, but like it's communicating in that way Yeah. and helping them to communicate the, and understand the way, why they feel the way they do. Right. And it's I very like interesting. That, I really like it. No, I think that's great. I mean, that also sets them up with, like, good life lessons to use in other situations, too. Yeah. Um, again, sounds way easier said than done, but I think it's also really hard to also send a kid into his room instead of let him play outside because you get an argument about a coat. Yeah. So it's all hard. Sure. Right? So it's like, oh, well, this is a great intention to have, this one that you're talking about. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. I tell you what, though. I hit the jackpot. You're always researching things and reading <laughs> stuff and looking things up, and I haven't done any of that. You don't follow a single account. I haven't read a single you know, parenting book. I don't follow <laughs> Instagram accounts of baby things, nothing like that. I'm just out here winging it, and he loves me just as much. Oh, great. <laughs> no, but you're doing such an amazing job in keeping me afloat, and like, I hear the, the lessons that you bring into the house and stuff, and I think I implement them pretty well. Yeah, I think we have the we're on the same page in terms of parenting. Tot totally, staff. totally. Like I want to raise a thoughtful, sensitive person. Yeah. Who cares about others? Yeah. So how do we do that? Work backwards, you know, mm -hmm. from there. Um, so that's interesting. So the most challenging part of being a kid for you, your first inclination, first off the head, was like, I felt frustrated because, you know, I I wasn't feeling like I was included and treated like an adult. Yeah, which I shouldn't have been. <laughs> to sure, be clear, like sure. I didn't need. I am well, glad. I what the Hold medium, on, let me finish. Sure. I'm glad that I wasn't treated 
like an adult too young or like like a big kid too young. Yeah. Um, but that is a frustrating thing for a little kid at any age, I think, to be like, uh, I want to be, I don't want to be a baby. I want to be a big kid or, you know, like I don't want to be cute. I want to look cool. I remember specifically like putting on an outfit and my mom would say, oh, you look cute. And then I'd be like, I don't want to look cute. And she would be like, oh, I look, you look cool. <laughs> and that like made things better. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's like a fear that I still have today. I want, I don't want to be dismissed. Yeah. And that's the, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Or not being taken seriously too. Yeah. And I yeah. think that happens a lot, at least with me. Mm-hmm. But I also, I'm like a small young woman. Yeah. For now. For now. Um, Soon I'll be a huge old woman. A few years from now, we're not going to be old, young people. Whatever. We're just going to be people. Whatever. It's just the truth. All right. Um, I'm going to be 35 in t- 10 days. Man, oh man. From recording this. Yeah. Um, pretty crazy. So, yeah, the most challenging part of being a kid, definitely feeling like you want to grow up too fast, suppose, in other people's mind, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, I think that's really a hard thing for adults and parents to, to get is like when can it, when can you allow these kids to, like a certain responsibility? Like when are someone ready to do something? Yeah. You know, um, like how far can they ride their bike? Can they have mm-hmm. a party alone? Um, can they do sleepovers? Can they have a cell phone? All these kinds of things, right? Because it's like you want to institute trust and all this other kind of stuff. And some kids are, like, way more advanced than others at certain ages. Yeah. But also still, you are a child. That's the other thing. It's like, you know, 17, it's still a child. Yeah. 18, also a child in my mind. But it's, like, legally, whatever, that's an arbitrary mm-hmm. line that's been drawn. But it's like, these are baby brains running around. And they're susceptible to peer pressure and stupid mistakes and thinking, uh, not weighing the options properly and all this other kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, the most frustrate, the most challenging part of being a kid. I think that really is a great answer, and I think my answer is the same. Really, it's just like that that frustration that you feel when you want to do something that's like maybe above your pay grade, yeah, and not allowed to. Right. That's a really frustrating, challenging part of being of being a kid. I think I also remember like, you know, wanting to be both an individual, but also to be accepted by the herd. Right. That's like the middle school conundrum. Mm -hmm. Also high school too. But really middle school, those feelings are really ripe, especially. Yeah. Um, I think it feels like, it feels like, I don't know high schoolers today, but it feels like high schoolers today are like seemingly very accepting of each other and like individual is a thing but i know that that's kind of fed to us by the news sure and that they're for every one of those stories about like some kid accepted by his entire high school for being who he is there's like seven kids at that high school who yeah. feel incredibly alone because they, they're not the one on the news right i think like the key is like always find like once you find your people mm-hmm. then you know it doesn't matter as much what other people think yeah, but that's also... It's but that's a, hard to do. It's hard to do now as an adult, you know? Yeah. I'm striving to do that in, in my life is to remain like a sparkly, shiny individual and, all, and family man and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, I want to be accepted by my peers desperately. Yeah, not the Not that you aren't or no one, you know, so I think that you get more comfortable in your own skin as you get older, for sure. Yeah. 
Um, but that was one thing that's like, I remember being really tough for me as a kid is feeling comfortable in my own skin. Uh-huh. I really liked who I was in my talents and all this kind of stuff. And I was like wildly encouraged by a lot of teachers and parents and stuff. And that was very cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's just like a thing that like, uh, I don't know where that insecurity develops. But I think everybody kind I of feels it. I think everybody kind of feels it. Yeah, at least I just don't know where that degree. comes from. Yeah. You know? But that's a really tough, challenging thing. What else is tough, challenging about being a kid? Uh, well, yeah, I think just, like, the restrictions. Also, like, okay, so the restrictions of, like, being a kid, like, you can and can't do these things. Mm-hmm. But then, also, I think, like, there's, like, a lot of... <laughs> I remember, like being like really panicked if someone asked me like what I wanted to be when I grew up because I was like oh my god I don't know oh yeah and well I was like I don't know and um I remember my mom telling me that like I think you're gonna be something that hasn't been invented yet (laughs) and that was comforting yeah and like I did end up being something that was invented but like sort of yeah but um like when we were kids, like there, like there weren't like social media managers. But if someone said you're going to be a social media manager, like I know. nobody would know what that me- meant. Influencer. Right, influencer. Like, what does that mean? Nothing. Yeah. It still means nothing. Content creator. Right. Uh. <laughs> so I think that is like, uh, that was always something that I was like nervous about having to answer because I would say I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for me... Or I'd make something up and then be like, I don't want to be that. I don't know. Maybe this is just my personality or whatever. But whenever I was faced with what do you want to be when you grow up, I just thought about the most exciting thing and said, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. So, like, whatever I was feeling excited about, yeah, it was it was within the realm of possibility for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's parents and teachers and stuff or if it's just, like, Give me my an little... Example. Uh, there was a time where I got really into like, um, like house, this TV show. And I was like, I'll be a doctor. Mm -hmm. There's no question. I was like, I'll just be a doctor. Yeah. Great. I like that. I like what they're doing. That looks cool. I'll be a doctor. Oh, I was really into law and order. Oh, I could be a cop or I should be in the CIA. Mm-hmm. And then, lo and behold, I'm just watching TV and really like, oh, I want to make <laughs> yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm seeing, I'm not like recognize. I'm seeing things I like. But I'm not recognizing that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but still, it was like when I was like, I'm going to be a comedian. It wasn't like, uh, if that doesn't work out, I'll be this. Mm-hmm. I should go to school for this other thing. Do you remember how many kids wanted to be marine biologists? No, I don't. Oh, it was a lot. Was it a lot? It was a lot of kids. That's a pretty, yeah. The toughest part about being a kid, uh <laughs> Everybody else wanting to be a marine so biologist. I think it's the pressure to be interested the pr- in the pressure marine to, biology. <laughs> the pressure <laughs> to, to become a marine it, biologist. Yeah. Otherwise, people think you won't see through your word. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. What The most challenging part of being a kid. Oh, I don't know. Uh, getting something off a high counter. I Honestly, that was my second. Really? Thing. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know. I was pretty small. Trying to buy alcohol when you're underage? I never did that. I never did that either. Much. We stole it out of a garage. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the most challenging part of being a kid, I think it's that, I really think that like we jumped in with, we bypassed all the funny answers and went straight to the meat. I know. And all, and the meat of it is, I think it's that push pull between wanting to be older than you are and also like enjoying the moments that you are, of yeah. the age that you are. Cause it's like growing up isn't 
fun. No. There's a lot of fun to be had, but you have to, like, accept your limitations and stuff, you know? Yeah. In order to have the fun. And then you look back and you're like, oh, that was so much fun. And we used to do all this kind of this and that. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, oh, well, why don't you have that kind of fun now in your life? And go, oh, I'm too old. People go yeah. like that all the time. And it's like that, that is the hardest part about being an adult. Yeah. Is putting these limitations on your own life. Oh, very nice. What do you think about that? I think that's great. But as a kid, you put those limitations are put on you. Yeah. And then you put them on yourself later yeah. in life. And people don't take risks. They don't um, think that they're worthy to get this or that i think anybody listening should pick a something mm-hmm. and give it a shot what's yours gonna be i told you what i want to do last night i want to learn how to knit yeah i, don't I also want to learn how to tap dance but that's like a much bigger involvement i, I love tap dancing i know but we can't do that in the second floor apartment we lose these the people will lose their mind yeah <laughs> but i think i'd like to learn to knit and then i want to knit myself a sweater i'm not going to knit somebody else's sweater i'm going to knit my my own yeah you know usually people knit stuff and give it to people yeah, because people love knitting, and then they're like, what do I do with this? Oh, really? I haven't got yeah. to that point. I'm yeah. going to get myself a sweater. All right. I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. I've already yeah. designed it. Ready? You want to hear sure. what it is? Okay. <laughs> Let's see your design. Okay, ready? So we're starting from the bottom of the sweater. Okay. Orange. Okay. <laughs> a third of the way up, uh-huh. navy blue. Oh. A third of the way up from there, uh-huh. I want to get like a really bright green wow what do you think is it what about what are the sleeves the sleeves match the the oh up and okay down. wow that's gonna be tough but okay is it yeah yeah because you need to match it up oh maybe i should do like a color block thing like one of jerry's shirts then yeah so i could just have like one sleeve one color one sleeve the other color. oh nice yeah maybe okay so what's that. the neck is it like a crew neck a turtleneck oh i don't know about necks well that's what's that, a what's a crew neck that's like a regular t-shirt and then the other option is... Like a turtleneck. You could do a V-neck. No, crew neck. Crew neck. You got it. Yeah. What do you think? You like my I, shirt? I love it. I love it. Great. You can imagine it? I can imagine was it. Was it too much... Eye. Was the imagination too, too much of a leap with orange, blue, and a bright green? No, I think it's great. Or cool. navy blue. Navy blue. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what these sleeves are going to be. Well, I don't know if I'm going to do my, like, three-part thing now because i don't know what the sleeves are going to look like i mean here's the thing i don't know how to knit so maybe it's fine what if i'm a natural what if you are what if i'm in knitting natural and i go to the knitting olympics oh my god the knit olympics Olymp- look up the directions to the knit olympics on mapples yikes um okay honey do you have any uh grievances for wait me? but before what? we do that um i received a response about a um uh, one of our... You did? Yeah, our previous... Okay, let's do the mail. We should have kicked it off with I the mail. I know, I know, and I forgot I meant to do that earlier, so I'm going to pull it up here. Mm-hmm. So this is about favorite purchases. Oh, wonderful. Favorite yes. purchases under $50. Yes, favorite and least favorite purchases. Okay, so this is from loyal listener Lauren and Shane. So um, the... Um, first part was a video and it, unfortunately it only let me watch it once. So I'm just doing it from memory. Was it but, like a Snapchat? Um, no, it was, um, Instagram DM. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, it was like this cool fidget spinner was Shane's favorite purchase. 
Um, and it was like, it looked so cool. And I need to get the link from her because I really want it. But it, um, apparently he did like hours and hours of research to find this like fidget spinner on Amazon. Wow. <laughs> and like hours and hours and hours. I do find um, those to be very calming in this weird way. Oh, absolutely. Um, his least favorite purchase was an electric shaver and hair clipper. Yeah. I'll tell you why. I don't yeah. even know. Did they give an answer? Um, well, he said this This was a TJ Maxx find that he thought looked promising, but it pulls his chin hair and barely cuts. Exactly. You got it. It's so hard to find <laughs> the one that's right for you. Yeah. Because I've gotten an electric trimmer. All I wanted was one of those because, like, shaving is really a pain yeah. in the ass. you got to shave your face Lauren all the time. Lauren said that he's bought at least five of these since we were in college, but he's always disappointed. Yeah. What's mine? A Norelco? Uh, I think so. No, it's a Phillips. Phillips, yeah, it's a Phillips. Yeah, um, that one's Lauren's okay. Lauren's least favorite purchase was a Stanley Cup knockoff from Target because it doesn't keep the ice cold for the stated period of time or anything even close. And Stanley Cup, like a Stanley, it's like the thermos or the Stanley Cup, the, the National thermos. Hockey League trophy. The thermos. Okay. Um, but I that was is like, confusing. Lauren bought a net like a Stanley Cup <laughs> hockey. And she's putting ice knockoff. in it, and it melts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's because it's an award, Lauren. It's not a, for drinking. Um, so yeah. So, but she says the real thing is vastly superior. The real, the real Stanley, Stanley Cup thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then her favorite purchase was a combination of the Evenflow stroller that Shane found at a yard sale for twenty five dollars. What's the Evenflow stroller? Um, it's a stroller, but he found it at a yard sale for twenty five dollars, so it counts. That's Plus incredible. a $7 black stroller canopy cover from the manufacturer to replace the bright pink one that was on it. She had this isn't the one where the where the the seat swivels like we saw in the news? No. That's a car seat. That's a car seat. I'm so tired. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. What a good find to get a, a stroller for 25 bucks. I know. That's really cool. That's incredible. She also said that another one was um, the dark green gallon of paint that they used to paint the ceiling of their baby's room. And she was hemming and hawing over the color for months and finally uh, decided to go with it. And they loved it. And she said it's so satisfying when a bold paint choice pan pans out. And I agree. I think that's 100%. very cool. percent. Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful answer. I know. I really, really love those paint. answers. Really good. Yeah. Really good. That's like one of these things where it's like, oh, it's kind of it's like you feel like, oh, this is kind of expensive when you're doing it. And then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, but this is going to be here for a while and you know we are very guilty about like not committing to like putting things on the walls because we're like well i don't know like where is this gonna go and we just need to like go for it because we put those little um those little shelves up yeah they look great and they look great makes it yeah. so much better yeah well i hung something else in there the lovely it's... calendar from zach yeah zach's loyal so... listener zach it's, i love it i love that calendar it's really cool um but uh, yeah, we gotta just hang some stuff up. I told you, if you point, I will nail. Thank you. You point. I know, but I don't want to be the one to point because I I'm too overwhelmed. But I can't be doing all of it. Then it's not our house. I know. All right. All right. I'll po I'll just start pointing. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be great. Um, do you have any grievances? Do you have any issues? Do you? Grievance for you? Yeah. Um. Gosh, I don't know if I have a grievance right now. I'm trying to think if I like if there was something. You've been so good to me uh, <laughs> lately, and just like like I said, just so clutch on like researching things for the baby and all this other kind of stuff. Um, oh, here's a grievance. Okay. Oh, you ready? <laughs> sure. So um, the past year. Okay. And currently. Okay. 
you're making more money than me. Yeah. We purchased joint order of clothes. I got swim trunks and a, a crazy shirt. Yeah. And I said, I'll pay for my half of it three times. Uh-huh. And you still Venmoed me the full amount of the clothes and said, well, uh, you know, I got the money. And I said, listen, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm going to buy my own swim trunks and shirt. Well, I needed a birthday gift for you. I did say that, that you could uh, act yeah. like that. But then you told me that you bought a birthday gift for me. No, I haven't bought it yet. I, I just realized. Okay, then I accept that you paying for the swim trunks could be my birthday gift. You don't need to get me anything else. Okay. But, um... You know, I thought that you were like, uh, you know, intentionally like, uh, I got it. Don't worry. I'll buy your swim trunks, little boy. No, it was a birthday present. Okay, cool. Maybe, Great. unless I decide to get you this other thing or I need to price this other thing out. Well, I'm excited for all of this, I'm, yeah. especially my swim trunks. Um, and also, I'm happy I didn't have to pay for them. It's not really a true grievance, but it is like... Oh, when yeah, my wife <laughs> my wife my pays wife. for stuff. I know, but I'm I've been like on the hunt for a new thing, you know, um, finding trying to find something. So it's like you I know, know. I'm just like um, want to carry my weight over here. And you are. And I am. I've made all my bills. I've done all that stuff. Absolutely. But the issue is, and we can get into this another time. Money's always a thing between couples, but it's like mm-hmm. I've caught. I'm been up on my bills, car insurance, side of the rent, all that stuff. Paid all of that. And I've been taking care of all that. But that's where it stops. I don't have any of the sa- the part beyond that, right? Yeah. The bare minimum is I'm, u- I'm used to being also able to save on top of that. Yeah. But now I'm just making regular household expenses and like the nece- necessities. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that sucks because I don't want to shrink down my lifestyle. But I usually make more money than I bring in, not just the same amount that it right. goes out. I also, okay, so in addition to it being a... A birthday gift because we're going on vacation. We're going on like our honeymoon essentially. Oh, yeah. Um, in a couple weeks. And you were like, uh, I'm like ready to bring like 16 swimsuits per day. <laughs> and, you are, yeah. Um, you were like, I have I have one. That'll be fine. And it, and it apparently wasn't. And it's not Is that your grievance fine. with me? Is that I'm, I wasn't Well, thinking... I like pressured you into like buying them. So that's why I felt kind of bad. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, this will be a birthday gift. Do you yeah. have a grievance real quick? We got. Um, I don't have a. I don't have a grievance. Um, but I just wanted to like. Uh, we were talking about being youngest children, and I just. <laughs> you have a joke about us being youngest children mm-hmm. that stemmed from a conversation that I had that we had the two of us. Um, but I had a real youngest children moment this uh, this evening <laughs> when the two of us were um, dancing to Macho Man. At our baby son. Yeah. He in was the liking, high chair. He was enjoying it. I think so, but we were like almost competing like <laughs> with our dance moves, like as we danced. I felt like we were dancing in unison. We were, but we were also like kind of like we were like challenging each other to rise each other up. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. But we were I had this moment where like, oh my god, like he's gonna be the like the oldest child. Like we have two youngest children raising an oldest child and we were just dancing to the village people at our baby son. He was ex- excited about it. He was into but it. He was trapped in his tight chair. He didn't have anywhere else to look. I know, but he likes us when we likes it when we dance, so we dance for him. I know. And also, <laughs> just real quick, I'm sorry that I hit you in the face. Yeah, I think our, that's my grievance is that while yeah. dancing to Macho Man, I hit you, right you in the accidentally face. punched me in the face. And I, you know, I was really going for it, and I really, <laughs> I really smoked you. Yeah. I got you really good, and it I'm was, sorry. This was the and 
if your parents are listening or if anybody, really, if anybody's listening, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever struck Grace. <laughs> so I was mortified. Um, it, it was okay. If the police are listening, this never happened. Yeah. I, I laughed after oh, man. it happened. I, I really got you and you I like felt so in, bad. Like, the top of the nose and the forehead. Yeah. Um, I hit you two, two and one because I was swinging my hand <laughs> up from my hip all the way up. Yes. And I hit you. It was you, like a flourish. I hit you nose, nose, forehead. Like you were like, your head was going down at the time. <laughs> yes. It was like a dum dum. <laughs> and, and yeah, I was like, this is really bad. So anyway, I love you. I'm very sorry. Um, for everybody listening, please tell us what the most challenging thing, weigh in. What's, what do you think is the most challenging thing about childhood? Email us at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our Instas. Yeah. Um, okay, that's it. All right. I love you. I love you. Thanks, everybody. That was the trash. The trash. <laughs>